like what happened with me is I played AFIQ my sophomore year and made terrible grades. So my, as a punishment, my father made me work on the assembly line, the planning work that that summer. And I was like, you got to live on campus that next year. So I had to live in Gibbs my junior year. Damn. So, yeah, yeah. So I was and took my car. So I had nothing. So, hey, wait. So you was living off campus with a will. Yeah. And then it, damn, boy. And she, I got straight sugar to shit, nigga. Sugar to shit, quick as fuck. So I was living in Gibbs. I remember I was I was sad a lot then because I lived in Gibbs. So I was like on the stoop, just sitting there being sad for some reason. And she pulled up on me. She's like, "Hey, Greg." And I was like, "Hey." And she was like, "What you doing?" I was like, "Nothing, bit being sad." And she was like, "Well, you want to come to Poke Home with me?" I was like. Yeah. So I started walking with her to Pokemon, and my boy Tim pulled up. He had, like, an explorer, and he pulled up, like, Greg, get in the car! <laughs> Wait a minute. <clears throat> First of all, I thought she, like, happened to pull up while you was crossing the street from Gibbs to the stoop. And, nope. like, y'all was going to hop in her shit and drive to Pokemon. <laughs> she didn't have no car. <laughs> she walked up on me. Did the freshman niggas that stayed in Gibbs just call you unk? <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is a lot I mean, of you come niggas, in the lobby like what's up OG <laughs> a lot of the niggas that came up in 01 thought I was I came up with them they was like you came in 01 I was like no I came in 99 he's like nigga you lived in Gibbs I was like I was just yeah, living there yeah. that's funny as fuck <laughs> but that's one of the real nigga punishments like real nigga punishment as fuck like I had to work at the, on the damn assembly line from fucking five to Five to six every day. It sound like a temptation song. I, I kept them gloves. I kept Working my work gloves. Working on the assembly line. About ten years. <laughs> Working on the assembly line. <laughs> I wanna put her back on the assembly line. I take. I ain't off. got no car. I got a ride home with Russell. The day my daddy died. <laughs> hey, my daddy did, dog. <laughs> It was right. the 3rd of September. Okay, well, that's better. I mean, it was actually a lyric of the song. That is a song. Come on. respect this is chef and as always when listening to our podcast be sure to let us know that you like our podcast haven't got any messages lately from y'all ain't got no asking for our friends we ain't got really much of nothing but we would love to hear from you everybody in that fucking group everybody in the group everybody be talking shit in the group but how about you talk shit on like you know apple podcast and be like you like our podcast and give us some five stars or leave us that voice message on anchor again Leave us a voice message on Anchor. Don't just be mean to us in the group and abuse us in the group. 
This is episode 128. Show me. What with the white voice? What up? 5,000 Northside, Florida. It's your boy J. Joe. Trunks keep popping. Tops keep dropping down in Houston. Got it out. Right on. Uh, so, uh, we didn't have a podcast last week. It was my fault. See? Way to take some accountability. Right. Growth. Hashtag growth. Hashtag growth, man. Um, and it wasn't because I was upset, J. Joe. It was. I really had to work a lot last week. Work got real. But what's going on with you? Didn't you just start working now? Yeah, that's the crazy part. I literally just started. <laughs> Sorry, I got my first evaluation yesterday. You're not going to be there, though. That sounds like too much work. Nick, I worked. <laughs> uh, I'm going to be there. I'm gonna be, I worked I worked like 60 hours last week. I worked now. Oh, yeah, that's way you too know. much light work. <clears throat> like, Bro, my boss was like, you, you absolutely ripped it. You're a rock star. I'm like, I don't want to be a rock star. Oh, yeah, I want to yeah. be a regular nigga. Yeah. So that's like what they be talking about in the NFL, like uh, the vote of confidence or whatever. Like he's buttering you up to do that shit every fucking week. Right. Right. I peep game and I was and like, then, yeah, when you get out, when you try to get off early, and by early I mean on time, oh man, I really thought you was a rock star, man. Right. I guess you had me fooled. Right. Guess I met your representative. You be right. like, <laughs> working seven hours a fucking week, nigga. Nigga, I, I like, I haven't, I don't think I reached E yet, but. Today I felt it this morning, like when I drank my coffee and nothing happened. Like you like get like that quick little jolt. Nothing happened today. That shit was a dud. So I hope I'm. I mean I know like the shit's demanding. I'm new. I'm trying to like you know make a name for myself. But yeah, it's, it's pretty exhausting. But what's been going on, everybody? <laughs> that just side by that's not to make a name for yourself. I learned that the hard way before. But uh, said, what don't what happen? That's not the way to make a name for yourself. That's the thing. They're gonna come to expect that shit. Yep. And you're going to be bucked. Especially starting out the gate like that. Like, this right here should kind of be like orientation, hee-hee-ha-ha, training, getting off on time. Right. The first, so I joined at the beginning of January. As soon as I joined, they are like, you're going to be on this client. And this apparently this is like the most important client at the company right now. So so he's like, you're going to be on this client. And then they brought me in. they like, you need to work on this project and gave me no context so i got on the project and then they gave me another project with no context then they was like you're gonna train the client's product um product manager how to be a product manager i was like what it's like yeah he don't know how to do it fuck that tm like, product huh i was like what huh i said fuck that tm product huh that t just ain't gonna get no play huh <laughs> oh no, don't, don't do that it's not a t it's okay <laughs> Anyway, they asked me, so that's the other shit I had to do. Then I had to teach him how to do a whole release plan. I'm like, this is this is a lot. I just got here. But, yeah, it's, I mean, it's cool. I'm just, I look at my check and I'd be like, you know, this is a different type of money, so I ain't going to say nothing. So you're rich, rich now, huh, nigga? Right. Just I, I just say, right. Lord, is, I've never seen nothing like this in my, in my <laughs> lowly life. You know what I mean? Like, I worked on an assembly line, you know what I'm saying, from 5 to 6 every day. It was the and 3rd of September. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That was fun. <laughs> but, yeah. But it, it's all good. It'll, it'll work itself out. But what's been going on with y'all niggas? What's going on with you, um, Five Stacks? How, how you been? I've been doing all right. It was something that I had in mind that I wanted to share for this segment this week. And I don't forgot what it was. I don't know, man. Today... In particular, it was like an eyeball day. I had this dude here doing some work, and I thought he should have been finished like by a certain time, say like three or four o'clock, because I need to go um, like run a couple of errands. And then 
I was on a call for work. He's walking up to me. I'm thinking to tell me that he's done. And he's like, yeah, I'm almost done. And I need to do one more thing. When is a good day to come at the, uh, to finish? I'm like, uh, tomorrow? Like, I don't know why we let that shit linger. And then I'm like, all right, he about to dip. And I go run my errands. And then this motherfucker locked his fucking keys in the car. So then I had to entertain his ass for like another hour and a half. So Good man. Good man, Charlie Brown. An hour and a half? Yeah, because... First, we called Papa Lock, and we thought they was coming, and then um, they called back and was like, they don't service this address or whatever. So then we had to call some um, other place, and then they finally showed up like 30, 45 minutes later. So it was pretty fucking crazy. Um, but yeah, uh, cool. I, I had a, a kind of long work week last week, but I think this week uh, should be slower. But yeah, man, don't, don't keep doing that six-hour shit every week. How about you, um, I, I'm no JJ. How you been? Sorry. I've been good, man. Uh, a dog sat for my homegirl while her and her dude went to tell him and thotted it up. So uh, it was cool, man. Uh, how was the, that? It looks so ghetto yeah. now. What? It looks like yeah, like Atlanta, Miami. It's like it looked like Daytona. Like, <laughs> oh shit, Daytona trash, dog. <laughs> hey, that's how I get Daytona vibes. Shout out to Daytona when I see. We call it Tell him when I see Tell him. Yeah, oh yeah, he froze. That shit was funny though, cause you had pause. I guess he was gonna do. Then for a second, right. like everybody had right. Everybody had froze. Well, he about to come back. I'm sure. What's been going on with you, Wood? I was about to say pass, man, and that's fucked up. I was about to say pass, but this nigga was frozen, so it's not like I can say pass. Um, so, oh, he's back. Nope, he's gone. Oh. Fuck. Nah, I gotta say some shit. <laughs> no, man, everything yeah, is cool. Everything is cool, man. Um, really don't really did nothing change. Got my little got my little shot. Got my little vaccine or whatever. So things are progressing, man. Light at the end of the tunnel. Hopefully, this shit is. It's my 40th birthday this year, man. So I'm trying to put things in motion, man, to have a. Have a fun 2021. Feel me? Soon come. Soon come. I'll be in the streets this year. Good. Good first step. And you feel straight? You said you don't... When you take your second shot? Um, In a couple of weeks. What is it? Like two, three weeks? Three weeks? Um, It was funny because I social I social engineered my way into the shot. I was not supposed to get the shot in Maryland. So we like on phase 1.2 or some shit like that. But I went, I went to the stadium or whatever. And um, I was like, we had a snow, and it, the snow like fucked up everybody's shot. So I just walked them in the bitch like, you know, I was scheduled to come here and get a shot, but the snow fucked my shit up or whatever. You know, I just figured I'd just walk up here. And they were like, for real? I was like, yeah. And they were like, well, let me look you up in the computer. I'm like, all right, cool. I had no appointment. I had no reason to have an appointment. They was like, I, I don't see you in the computer. I like, look, man, I don't know why I'm not in here. I made an appointment. The snow canceled my shit. I tried to call y'all. Y'all phone was busy. You know, so I couldn't get a shot. So they said, don't worry about it. Uh, Shirley in the back, she going to register you. I said, all right, cool. I mean, that works for me. I mean, I don't have nothing. I don't have nowhere to be. So I walk over to Shirley. And Shirley, like, looks me up and down. Like, I don't have no scrubs on. I'm not under. I'm not over 65. Like, there's no reason for her to think that I should get the shot. So she said, baby, baby, yeah, yeah, you don't look like you're 65. I said, ma'am, you know what I'm saying? I work at the school or whatever. You know, I work at the school and I need to get my shot. You know, because we about to have these kids come back to school. So... I really just need to be straight. My principal told me to come down here just to see just see if I can get the shot or whatever. She was like, well, I don't really care at this point. As far as I'm concerned, if God got you this far, who am I to tell you no now? Baby, when to put my shit in the computer, she said, you're going to get your shot today. I said, fuck it right. And I got me a fucking shot. So I'm good. 
Tell my first what, shot. What, what God provides. Yeah, Ghetto blessings. Ghetto so, blessings. real quick, like, so by virtue of the fact that you guys shot one, that automatically puts you in the rotation with shot two? Yeah, because you make oh. an appointment. You make a legitimate appointment when you get your first shot. So, I'm okay. in the computer. I'm in the computer now for shot number two. Like, I don't have yeah, to. Yeah, I was like, are you going to have to, like, socially engineer your way to the back again for shot oh, no. two? And no, no, no. I'm, I'm good. That day? I'm good now. Right. I got, pa- right, I got paperwork. Like niggas do outside the club. Look at Shirley. I got paperwork. The thing about it was. They were like, we don't see your name. Oh, no, I see Shirley right there. She know me. Right. The thing about it was, there was a white lady. There was a white lady in there that was not fucking with that shit. Like, the niggas is doing nigga shit all around her, right? But everybody who went with the white lady, she's going to ask. She, they didn't ask me no fucking questions about where do you work, how old, none of that shit. But the white lady, she asked like all the questions on the questionnaire, and anybody who went to the white lady did not get their shot. White ladies love fucking shit up for people. Oh yeah, she wasn't fucking with none of the nigga shit that was going on around her at that stadium. She should have been if everybody else was on it, but but yeah, JJ, so you talking about Tulum? Um, Tulum, what happened? Um, oh no, so like I said, they look like they went to the white side of Tulum, uh, not the, the side? Day, not the Daytona side. So, I don't know. I didn't see any other black people, so I'm just guessing they they might have paid a little extra for uh, upgrade day seats. I don't know and tell them. But anyway, but it was cool, man. Hung out with the dog, man. Um, watched a, a lot of television. Caught up on some shit. Uh, I started rewatching Atlanta, man. That show is fucking genius. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to uh, Donald Glover and them. Watch some. Try to catch up. Is it on. done? Is it ever coming back? Yeah, I think it's supposed to come back next year, isn't it? Next year, yeah. Uh, what's, what's the one with the with the the nuns with the sister act? <laughs> What'd you say, sister act, nigga? Like, what? <laughs> oh, uh, handmaid, handmaid's tale. Oh, uh, that show too little, too real for me. That show dark. Uh, That's a dark show. No, and and you shouldn't watch it at night. Like, cause it, it doesn't get happy at any point. You know, like most yeah. shows that have like a little bit of comedy somewhere. Or nah, nigga, it's like it goes from bad to worse. Uh, and then I watch uh Snowfall, man. Which is you haven't watched Snowfall, man. Snowfall is back. It's back. I need to get. I never got into it. Like I got into the second season. I need to just do a whole rewatch of it, though. Really yeah, I think a lot of people. I don't. I don't remember the second season. Um. But a lot of people stopped in the second season. But third season cranks back up. So I don't, I don't know what happens in the second that people will fall off. Um, it wasn't but, bad. I think it was just heavy. So I didn't no, see was... it. I thought it was good. I thought it was just competing with other sh- like shows. I mean, yeah. but then the other, like The Shy. Like The Shy was competing kind of with Snowfall. It's black nigga hood shows. Yeah. But then The Shy was like, just got a little bit so Disney with the oh don't do it I I I the shot fell off <laughs> I'm I think it's over with now though it, they, yeah they just got a little too inclusive and, and, and there's nothing wrong with the inclusive I- inclusivity but Ding. it Remember didn't start you? off that inclusive right you can't put us on a toxic journey and then halfway through our toxic journey like oh bitch we're inclusive as fuck I think that threw a lot of people. They tricked off the toxic journey because old boy Jason. Oh, well, hold on! I just just said, don't spoil it. It's not about the show. It's what he did in real life. He got kicked yeah. off the show. Yeah, oh, yeah. The best. Yeah. He was the best person on the show. Yeah. But um, yeah. Uh, I will also suggest if y'all haven't started Wandavision. Wandavision is is sweet. Long division. 
WandaVision. Does that include Wanda Sight? No, it's a, it's a um it's a Marvel sh- it's a Marvel show. It's a comic like book a show. It's a comic yeah, book show on Disney Plus. It's really good. But yeah. So what's going on, Kusha? I already talked about you know what's no, going on with work. Yeah, you talk, you talk but that's first. not that was that wasn't my what's going on with me though. I want to talk about um so so what I know you have a daughter. Our daughter's the same age, basically. I think your daughter's maybe a couple months older than my daughter. Have you encountered anything yet at this point regarding little boys? Um, nothing that gives me pause. I mean, okay. you can kind of see that there are interactions, sort of a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. little boys are like want to be friends with your daughter a little bit. It's like mm, maybe you need to back up. But it's not nothing that gives me pause. It's not nothing that I need really need to be worried about because she's so oblivious to the shit. It doesn't even fucking matter. So I felt that way for the longest for one daughter. So they had an assignment where they had to create a poem and they have to recite the poem tomorrow. So my wife was telling me this that you know you know you know now you might have to write a poem. Da da da. I'm like that's cool. What's up? And she's like, yeah, but I don't like it. I told her to rewrite. I'm like, for what? You know what I'm saying? Because I know she likes to write songs and all that type of stuff. So I know it's her little thing. And I was like, I'm sure it was good. You know what I'm saying? What's up? And she's like, well, it's about a little boy in her class. And I was like, I was like, a little boy in her class. Like, yeah, he um he moved to South Carolina. I guess his, her, his father moved to South um got a new job in South Carolina. So he moved to South Carolina. I was like, oh, so it's like, you know, talking about how she missed her friend. And she was like, yeah, but. It's a little. I was like, "Oh man, you tripping?" I was like, "I told her, I was like, oh man, I scoffed at it." I was like, "You tripping?" Like, if the baby misses her friend, that's normal. Like, I mean, kids move all the time, and them kids got to deal with that type of thing. I think that's pretty typical. And she's like, "No, no, I think you need to read." I was like, "Ah, get the hell out of here!" So <laughs> she has her has the baby come in and bring the poem. And I start reading the poem, and I'm like, "Wait, wait, you like this little nigga a little bit?" Like, what? He's like, what in the poem? Right, you don't have the poem yeah. to read. He did all this. So, not have so there's a portion. You may not. What portion? What stanza in the poem did if he was like, "Oh, she liked this nigga." I miss being near you. Oh, oh. you're so sweet. In oh. oh. my, my heart, bro. Oh. 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 <laughs> I was like, I was like, fuck oh. this little poem. You gotta beat that nigga, fuck daddy up. Little <laughs> nigga. Like, I was like, my wife was like, he don't never, he don't never need to come back. He can stay his ass in South Carolina. I was like, you right, you right. Fuck that little nigga. Oh, and man. he ain't a nigga. He little um, Spanish boy. I was like, don't you, your daddy ain't Spanish. Your daddy a nigga. But at least you know her type. Oh, you know what her type is gonna be? Don't say that. Nothing but Drakes. <laughs> Nothing but light skin niggas. Relax. From beginning to end. Oh man. She better not. Her daddy ain't none of that type of nigga, but yeah. So that that was a little that was a little rough for me. Um, I was like, cause it was so it was a little too expressive. I was like, you 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 really got in your little poetry bag. None of this rhymes, but you really got in your bag. Did you did you read the little post on social media this week about somebody's daughter going to their mama about they were a teenager and they went to their mother. I think fourteen or fifteen. Fourteen or fifteen years old and asked their mother to buy them. A uh, a vibrator, a sex right. toy. Are so you that, serious? So that they could right. pleasure themselves. So so the so the girl is like fourteen, fifteen. Um, she's starting to have sexual urges, uh, but she's not ready to uh, have sex with a boy um, or a girl. Let's be inclusive. She's not ready to have sex, but she is having like sexual urges and asked her mama to buy her a toy. 
So all y'all have daughters. What let's say y'all? So we're talking about high school, ninth grade, right? Right. So say she's a freshman in high school. I guess my concerns would be, because I, I think you have to have an honest conversation. I'd be like, what would you do if I didn't get it? But I mean, you can say that about liquor. I'm not not about liquor. But I mean, if she feels comfortable coming to you to ask you, I mean, you don't want to buy and fucking deal those off the black market, uh, you right. know? Because she can't go to a sex store. Because you got to be a certain age to go to a sex shop, right? Right. right. Yeah, you got to be eighteen for sure. I guess my thing is, what did I? I you use your own self. You use your own means, like any other person. Like you got a shower head. You got. I'm not gonna teach you how to stunt, but the tub head. Like you about that? It is rights. It's rights of passes. Double entendre. It is. It's level. It's level to it. Like you need to start with the bullshit like everybody else did. I imagine. I'm I mean, not going to just give you give you like the few feet you got. Like I don't know. I mean, I mean, I agree. I agree with you wholeheartedly. One, I feel like I shouldn't have to buy your. It's like a video game. Like I shouldn't have to buy your recreational toys. It. That's not a need. That's not a toothbrush. That's not like a new baseball bat for soccer. Well, I guess that's recreational too. But like a new baseball bat for baseball, not for soccer. Um, Boy, not- <laughs> where are these things? I'm about to download the thing. <laughs> I mean, it's not like food or water. You know what I'm saying? Like that's like a that's like a luxury item. Like, can I get can I get a a, a vibrator or a massage toy? Like for what? Like, do your fingers hurt? Do you have arthritis? What is wrong that that just automatically you need me to spend my hard money on a vibrator? And I just say no. I mean, it really wouldn't even be from a sex toy standpoint. It's like, nah, you, I'm just not going to buy that. And if I did buy it, it would be on some shit like a video game. Like, well, what's your grades look like? <laughs> did you get straight A's? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, bitch, you got a 2.75? You better use them fucking fingers. Like, like, like you, you got 2.5 pussy. You don't have, you don't have 4.0. You need to, you need to use them hands. Oh, tell your daughter she can't see by this pussy. It is fucked up. <laughs> It's definitely on oh, crazy complex. Cause she's like, well, Tyrone said it's an A. <laughs> and that's when the fight started. That's when the fucking toe gets flipped. <laughs> that's exactly when the fight started. <laughs> that's when she chose violence? <laughs> right. She definitely chose a physical challenge on that one. <laughs> oh, that shit will fuck with me, though. Let's make it 5,000 quiet. You don't even fuck with no. it. But you instantly uh, got a punt I, I on that. You got a punt I, to the mama instantly, actually. Yeah, that's, that's, really a, that's one thing you got to do, but also, I, I don't I don't think enabling is the right word or whatever, but I think you're setting a difficult tone, so to speak, like, at which point you provide the sex toys. Like, I, I'm not, I wouldn't buy it. I, I do know that. I don't really know what kind of conversation I'll have around it or whatever, but I'm 99.9% sure I would not buy it. So here's another thing. You you can't even buy it. You have to give her the money to buy it. Like, like how are you even going to decide? Like, how does that even work? Oh, I bought you this one because, you know, this one This one was pink. And you, you, you know you like pink. So I figured out. Like, what type of shit is that? How big is it? Oh, stop no, it. Stop okay. it. Now stop now it. Now okay. You, right. yeah, you had to fuck it up. Go to the next topic. <laughs> you wouldn't fuck it up. I'm just saying. Like, no, 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 no. If you fucked it no, up. No, no. What do you do? You said it. Oh. You no, fucked it up. Man. You fucked I it think, up. And, and, and just for this, I think if you start off with a vibrator at 14, you know what I'm saying? Like, again, I I, I don't know. But I've heard that, like, you don't want to be dependent on, vib- you know what I'm saying? Like, that type of orgasm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you might not be satisfied by a regular a human if you're, you know, 
doing that, that's for dudes too. If you get one of them fucking gawk gawk three thousands, you know what I'm saying? Robot mouths or something like you. You just don't want to start them on. They need to. They need to start off with the Reggie first. That's my yeah. whole thing. Like work your way up to the fucking. You have to do that. I've thrown shit away. Vibrators? No, not vibrators. But like, gawk gawk three thousands. Yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I told you, I, I hit that one thing that uh the Fifi. What's her name? The Fifi with the with the warming shit. Yeah. I use that bitch. I didn't like know it had warming. No, it has. She gives you the warm lube to go in it. Oh, oh boy, man. you can't leave shit like that laying around. You got to throw no, shit like that away. No, nigga, I had to retape the box and put it somewhere. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> I remember you telling that part. You're right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't want. I, I'm not gonna say I want yours because you're not using it. But I need. That sounds. Like oh, it's, oh, it's divine, and you can turn it inside out for a different feel. That's so. That's why I tried it twice. What's the difference? It's, What's the different feel? So it's it's it's, it's ribbed <laughs> on the outside. So <laughs> don't do it, bro. Don't do it. Tell me, man, men dying down that road. You're not gonna come back, right? What's that lady name again? <laughs> uh, we need to shout her out for all our listeners from from way back. Y'all remember the? What's her name, Miss Sean? We need another nasty episode, man. Somewhere we got we got us some we got us some listeners and shit like that, man. We we lost ourselves. We yeah. did. Sorry. We need to bring her back because I need to Black, get one. <laughs> Black.com. Just okay. <laughs> right. Anyway. Um Hashtag but yeah, so we already talked about Woods um vaccine. So I guess we know he good. He about to have another one in a few weeks. So we'll move forward. Uh, so versus there was a versus this past Saturday. No, it wasn't a versus. Well, okay, it was it was from the versus brand. It was D'Angelo and friends. Now this is the thing. I know for me, I was a big I'm a big D'Angelo fan, so I was excited about it. I was also excited because I know he was written a lot of stuff and worked with a lot of great artists. So when they said D'Angelo and friends, I was beside myself. When I realized the friend is the drugs, I was very upset. Um, but you know. It was cool for the most part, I guess. It just wasn't what I expected. What was the friends the drugs? Like, how do we? I think the friends were the drugs. He was high as a kite. Yeah, but that just because he was high doesn't mean that the friends were the drugs, though. I, I don't, I don't know how we got to that conclusion that the friends were the drugs. I mean, I, mean, I thought we were the came friends. Out there, uh, Method Man and Red Man came out there. I expected to be like, what's that? Sh- what's there a show you used to like a duet show where people come out and just do do duets all night? Am I making that up? Someone yeah. like gonna be a <laughs> Sound like you were high, nigga. Yeah. It, it, I might have been. So I had a kite. Maybe. So, I, but I guess I expected it to be a situation where D'Angelo would do his opening set, right, and then all of a sudden he would start doing some songs, and everyone who was featured or he did the song would, would come out. So I kind of expected like to see like the roots at one point, like maybe him and Questlove doing some songs. So they wrote a lot of shit together. I thought it was gonna be like just a whole thing like that all night long. But it was more like, I mean, the thing with Red Man, Method Man was cool. When he, when her came out, like she didn't know he didn't know her song at all. Like, <laughs> like so, I just, I guess I expected more from it. I enjoyed it, but he didn't really sing either because it was mostly like you know just the um, DJ playing the tracks and he kind of like chime <laughs> in sometimes every now and then every few bars or something like that. So it was cool. I watched the whole thing, but it just wasn't wasn't what I expected. All right, so. I didn't have any expectations because I've I've seen D'Angelo live and him not be good, uh, and I've also seen D'Angelo be good. So I didn't know what was gonna what was gonna happen. Um, but talking about starting off, nigga, the DJ was fucking rolling. DJ Scratch 
Hey, man, yeah. that nigga was a whole fucking vibe in itself. That nigga deserved a fucking, I don't know, medal or trophy or gold needle or something because that nigga was rocking that bitch. Yeah. Like, I didn't even realize how long it was taking because I was just enjoying that nigga's, like, music selection and the way nigga was mixing and that nigga did a whole lot of fucking tricks and shit. So, shout out to that nigga. Uh, that nigga D'Angelo came out with... Uh, that nigga grandmama's coat on. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> what was that? I, we I were trying know. to figure out what, ma- what said it material. Like it was a bunch of um, lace fronts. <laughs> it looked like like a roaring 20s, uh, one of them little like skirts. A, a all that, yeah, a flapper coat. But Somebody was yeah. talking shit about it. Like, man, that jacket. And D'Angelo got his fire. I wonder if they got it in men's. Oh, that's nah, fucked nigga, up. That was, that was me. <laughs> oh, that was you? That was my tweet. Uh, hey, yeah. boy. Hey, see, I shouted out. I thought I knew it was funny. JJLFTW on Twitter. I'm going to start getting back on there. Um, so, yeah, that got a lot of attention. But, um, well, I mean, the niggas, you know, that nigga is talented. Like, that nigga plays the fucking organ, piano, whatever, and that nigga can still sing, even, you know, despite the drugs and the alcohol and being high as fuck, like, the nigga still sounded uh, pretty good, so, I mean, I enjoyed it, it was a vibe, I hadn't, I'm doing another fitness challenge, so I haven't been really drinking, but I got on some of that work bourbon. Yeah. Uh, that 94 proof thing. <clears throat> so halfway through the set, nigga, I was nice and warm, and you know, so yeah, it was definitely, uh, definitely good vibes, man. And that nigga finished it up with, um, what's the song? How does it feel? Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was cool, man. It wasn't. I don't think the viewing viewership was what it has been. Um, but I don't feel like they really pubbed it. And plus, the nigga didn't have like a real person to battle. But we'll talk about what they said. What came out. What did y'all think about that article that came out about him? Um, oh, about like uh, he was struggling like mentally. Don't you talk? Yeah, talk about talk about it, Wood. So there was a there was a I can't I guess it's kind of back to the toxicity conversation. So articles came out about D'Angelo. I don't know what year mark this was or whatever, but this was uh, I guess after his first album, whatever the naked out, whatever the one he got naked for, and saying uh. How does it feel or whatever? So after that, he said that every show he did, like women were demanding that he get naked and do that song, right? He's like, I'm kind of moved on past that. He tried to do other songs, but like he would continue to like get like women were like, I don't want to hear that. I want my money back if this nigga don't get naked. Like he would do shows and it would get to the point where women at the show would boo him until he got naked at the show. And he said that kind of prompted him to like, take the breaks that he took and i'm saying like i don't know how many years were between that and voodoo or whatever but he was like i'm just gonna like chill out or whatever and not do any music and he was just like i wanted to get back to the soulful part of that i want to get back to the creativity because that was like such a toxic moment he didn't say toxic because that's some new shit but he just spoke on it and i'm like damn you know we don't really see that from the the male side of this shit but looking at him as an artist it really affected his career based off of people basically just sexualizing his performance and his art like, I don't give a fuck really about you singing and your new songs. I want to hear you do the naked song. Yeah, he also said that's why he put on some weight. I mean, that could be cap or not, but that's what he said. He tried to put on weight and hope, hopefully curb that type of attention. But so time, uh, hold on one second. I, 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 can we pull over one, one of the one of the, I don't know how five stacks says it. Can we pull over? <laughs> Promise to keep the engine running. There we go. Is cap 
a verb or a noun? Well, fuck. Yeah, but in that because you you can wear a cap, but if you're lying, it's a it's a it's a verb. Uh-uh. Nuh-uh. Cap. I so mean, verb has to be like, an action. Niggas will say you cap. Or niggas, or right. niggas say that's cap. But wait, cap but if you're a cap, is that a noun or is that an adjective? What would that be? What is, what is that at that point? It's an adjective. Because it's describing you as a liar. So cap is a noun, uh, an adjective, and a verb? Yeah. So if you say you're a capping-ass nigga, yeah, it's an adjective. Yeah. It could be, it's, it's versatile. It determines if it is preceded by the dangling participle or not. Also, is a capping ass nigga an adverb? <laughs> we need to get Ti on here <laughs> to explain that. Explain capping so eloquently. The rest of the I think young niggas. Cappingly, it's an adverb. Right. Okay. He spoke capping, cappingly. Sir Cappington. We all know a Sir Cappington. <laughs> Sorry about that, but yeah, go, go ahead, man. It was just I had that was I don't a know. that was That's a hard. Say that shit. Oh, I but so you. so. I heard, so I saw it on Twitter, and women was like, boo-hoo, he found uh, somebody who got treated like a, a man got treated like a woman, blah, you know, <laughs> I mean, like, I'm playing the world's smallest violin, <laughs> so, I mean, women didn't really care, but, I mean, well, some did, I mean, I just generalized, but, I mean, wrong is wrong, you know what I'm saying, of course, women get sexualized a lot more than men do, uh, but it's kind of one of those things, like, with male rape, like, when it happens to a man, it's normalized to like not really care that much about it because men are supposed to be these sexual creatures and enjoy that type of shit. It's kind of like when uh, a woman teacher has sex with like one of her students. Like the <laughs> teachers get like a slap on the wrist and you know probation, blah blah blah. Yeah. Especially if the if the student is like a boy in like fifteen, sixteen, something like that. They just like, ah, whatever. Um, so I don't know. It's very interesting seeing like a lot of women didn't really give a fuck that that nigga was hurting inside. That's how I feel when I be on the mic at home, kind of. Thanks your last. Five thousand, we gonna get on the mic. What you doing right. down here? Be like I can get a drink. No. Right. Do niggas yeah, ever get upset when you don't shout them out? Five seconds. Um. Or like when a nigga um, like stare you down? Like. I don't think that's ever happened. Before. Now you mention it, I don't think. Nigga, pass out shout outs like Oprah, nigga. What you talking about? Yeah, I'll also be shouting <laughs> out. out so there really ain't no need to do that shit. It, there's always one nigga in the crowd that fully yeah. expected to get his shout out. I never got it, though. Right. There's yeah, always one. Full of resentment. Better think of it. I bet. Let me say they can keep it to himself. He has to to himself. That'd be crazy to say something. Um, you, know, you know what's sad, though? With, with people... Uh, have to keep to themselves where like you don't get the follow back like you, you can't see somebody at home coming and be like oh man what's up man why you ain't follow me back like, <laughs> I'm still learning how that uh, how IG work man like I really don't get it I just be mashing buttons for real like it'll say somebody want to follow you and I just hit the button fuck it and I don't know if they accepted me or not like I really I don't even know how to check and see or none of that shit I try to keep my follow backs low because I don't want it to seem like I'm thirsty. I like my I like to keep a good ratio of followers. Oh, you you one of them. You one of them. I remember one time somebody uh I think the somebody like went on a rant and was like, "Fuck that! I'm not team follow back." Like, <laughs> is that shit that deep? Who cares? Oh, no, it, social media oh, no. is deep. Yeah, it's deep as fuck. Of- like a chick will be like, like not like a regular chick, but like people that like do social media because they really care about that shit. Will be like I got a hundred. I follow a hundred people. That's way too much because I'm not a follower. And then they'll go unfollow everybody but their mama. Like they'll do dumb shit like that. 
Hold on, let me go look at my ratio. I know my shit out that way. My ratio all fucked up. Because I follow people that I like, genuinely like. And I don't care who follows me or who I follow. Like, bitch, oh, they got barbecue seasoning? Bitch, I'm about to follow their ass. Because I want to know when the 20% off code come in. That's I still, why, uh, let me tell you, let me tell you what I I followed in the algorithms. <laughs> Remember the last week I was like, you control your algorithm. Um, these fucking giveaways. <laughs> so <laughs> one of them. Stuff. Did you get your PS5 yet, King? All you, all you gotta, all you gotta do is do one of them when it's like, oh, we're giving away fucking uh, a, a, a Negro painting. Tag three people. You tag three people. And then like the next day he's like, oh, nigga, we give it away. It's fucking. Amethyst, nigga, ring. <laughs> this tag three people. This I be tagging the same three people. Shout out to uh, Jimmy Wallace. That nigga in my he in my tags. Well, I ain't won shit yet. I'm gonna tell y'all what I win some shit in one of these fucking giveaways. You gonna be the home shopping network, nigga, when you get old, man. You oh, gonna be that nigga. real? I fuck with. I don't know, but you can't win if you don't play. Like I fuck with. Must be present to win. Because I because I win a lot of fucking like raffles. I don't ever win shit. I'm going to start winning soon. But speaking of scams, nice little transition. Nike. So, uh, so apparently uh, yesterday, um, a VP GM of Nike. I forgot her name, honestly. Yeah, a GM. Her name is Ann. Starts with an H, last name. Herm or something. You, oh, Herbert. If you're going to be the A, Mike, right. you got to have the details. You, I say, ah, some bitch. you no, of all people, got to have the details. North America's. Nike North America, dog. Everybody get downgraded to the production truck. Right. Nigga, right. they got a shoe company. I don't know what the fuck that shit called, but they got a chick that worked right. for the shoe company. She worked there doing something. So she's GM of Nike North America. There you go. Nike, so Nike. She, she resigned. Um, sounds like it was a forced resignation. Um, that's neither here nor there, but she resigned yesterday uh, amid, amid scandal uh, that was discovered two years ago. About her, um, a company that was started by her son. Um, for all intents and purposes, they worked as a, a, a secondary market um, market for, sh- for for sneakers. So they would buy; they're the bot to buy the sneakers and sell them on the secondary market for inflated prices. Um, her son um, and husband basically ran the company, and they had a huge surplus of sneakers. And overall, in general, everyone knows what happened now, and they're being exposed. Um, it's interesting to me though because it was discovered in 2018, but there was no resignation or no action taken till yesterday. So um, I feel like Nike was in on the scam personally. Wasn't she also running the sneakers app at one point? I, was no. I mean, anytime you get into some shit like this with a high-level VP, there's gonna be an investigation, and there's gonna be PR, and there's gonna be legal. So it's gonna take time. I don't think they were trying to cover anything up. But I think the situation was like, we found that your son was doing X, Y, and Z. We need to see how far the fucking rabbit hole goes. And I mean, at, she knew at some, she knew to some extent, right? She can't be totally ignorant, especially because her son apparently opened up an account in her name or used her account right. to buy yeah, these shoes. Up a credit card. Right. right. So she knew to some extent that her son was doing these activities. And the amount of shoes that he's buying, we're not talking about 50 shoes in a garage, right? This nigga had, like, storage lockers, warehouses full of shoes, right? So it's not that she was completely ignorant to the fact. But I think she just kind of said, okay, well, do your investigation, and we'll see how much these motherfuckers know. And they eventually knew enough to where, you know, her son was probably going to take a a massive L, right? 
And I think she did the thing that a mother would do. Don't worry about it. I'll resign. My son will go off. You know, he'll disappear too. Just slap us on the wrist. And then we'll go on about our business. But I think that sort of negotiation and that sort of discussion takes time. And I think that's why it took so fucking long. If this was some open and shut shit, we would have seen all type of fraud and all type of bullshit going on. And people like being sued and shit. But that didn't happen. I think they're just sweeping it under the rug. Yeah. I mean, all of this is bullshit. I'm glad this nigga got caught. I I would hope he'd do some jail time. Just because, I mean, as a hustler myself, I mean, I respect a good hustle. But like... Well, not when you're that privileged with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, this nigga's mama is the GM of Nike. So, nigga, you, like, been rich. And you've been had 10 shoes. Like, you just fucking being greedy. And it's not like you were getting, like, ah, 50 to 100 pairs, selling them every now and then. No, bitch. You had all the shoes. You the reason why (laughs) niggas can't get shits on sneaker apps and goat apps and whatever the fuck apps. Because, bitch, you got them all, nigga. And you did you could just get them from your mama. Like, you can yep. get any size in the shoe, any, and, yep. you're not, and you're not hurting for money. You know what I'm saying? So, whereas at least a nigga in the hood snuck up on a bot, at least I can more so respect that nigga, but not your rich, privileged-ass nigga, and you got, again, all the fucking shoes. Like, if yeah. you see pictures of this nigga, this nigga has all your shoes. Like, and that's the reason why like, you couldn't get your Jordan 1s. This nigga was so guy. privileged. Like, Chef said, Chef said he used the bots. This nigga was so privileged, he didn't even need to use bots. Like, bots is for regular niggas that need to go through the regular site. Right. This nigga was, like, going through the Nike store employee account with his mama's account and shit. You know, fucking bots. Nigga, he get his shit direct. But this is the this is the beauty of privilege and what gets niggas in the ass. You get too fucking comfortable. So, whereas you should have not been on Instagram, not around here, like, willing and dealing and, you know, shaking your ass all in other niggas' videos... They did a fucking interview of this nigga, and this they were like, "How are you doing this?" And I'm like, "Oh well, you know, my mama's an exec. Her name's blah blah blah." And then the nigga was like, "Oops!" As soon as he let the toothpaste, the toothpaste out the tube, he couldn't put it back in there. He was asking them not to put his mama's name. They was like, "Oh no, I got you, bitch." Now, now I look at you, but he ain't gonna do no jail time. Which, if he was black, somehow he would have. Yeah, it would have been grand theft or some. Oh, the IRS would have popped their head in like, mm, did you pay your taxes, bitch? Like, it would have been all type of shit if he was black. Because he, because the thing is, he's buying these shoes, at, not cost, but whatever regular retails. I say one eighty five, two hundred on the high end. But he's selling the shoes. These motherfuckers on the secondary market are going for twelve hundred dollars, fucking off whites and all these other shits. Like, niggas are getting bread. Well, niggas, he was getting bread off the shit. So. Who knows how much money he's made out of this shit? Mm-hmm. Fuck that nigga. Yeah, definitely fuck him. Uh, and the crazy you, thing is, you collect sneakers, nigga. <laughs> and the crazy thing is, supposedly Nike has been doing this campaign to like uh, to move. Uh, I mean, to shut down like these secondary markets because regular uh, uh, consumers aren't able to get the shoes that they want unless they're playing absorbent prices. So. Mm-hmm. The fact that she was GM of North America and this was her fucking son that was doing this shit, like, it's just, you know. Yeah, because the shit has gotten out of control to the point now where it's like, it used to just be J's, you know what I'm saying? Like, retros or limited stock type shit. And it's like, all right, I get that. You know what I'm saying? Some Dornbeckers or whatever the fuck they're called. But, like, when the fucking fly mitts sell out, and it's like, bitch, I can't get some fly mitts. 
and you go on StockX and they got Flynets on StockX for like four hundred dollars. Like, hey man, like I just need some fucking training shoes. Like, why I can't get no Flynet Flynets? I, I like, can you imagine what what the aftermarket? So go back, flashback to two thousand and two, two thousand and three. What would this shit have looked like if we had bots when Air Force Ones were hot? Couldn't get them. We'd be bucked. Oh no, niggas gonna get them now. <laughs> yeah, but I mean. Air Force Ones, you, you had to get at least a few pairs because they got dirty so fast, but them shits is like $70. So you could at least get like a couple of pairs a semester or something. Ones would have been, how much would Ones have been if they were hot today? Okay. Like 200 hey, But don't Ones come in all kind of different varieties? Like you got like your regular run-of-the-mill Ones, then you probably got uh, whatever them shits called, where it's like a little upgraded material or whatever that'd be higher cost than... Like, say, all the special edition shit, like Dornbacher ones and all that, they probably got that shit, too. Or some kind of aniv- special uh, anniversary ones they just had a couple years ago. They, like, they, they do they have them. Some shit, some special shit for, like, Rasheed Wallace, I think, one year. Like, yeah, some Rasheed Wallace ones? I believe so. I know I was looking for the Stranger Things tailwinds. I couldn't find them. These are just tailwinds. I only won them because it was orange and green. I was like, oh, that's hard. I had to go to look at StockX to get them. I was like, when I saw how much they cost on StockX, I'm like, I'm straight. Hold on, I think that's some shoes I wanted. StockX is never your buddy, man. When you when you go to StockX, you already know you about to just grab them ankles. You already know what time it is. <laughs> it's a bullshit, but I, I appreciate. But the thing is, I feel like Nike was in on the on the on the gag though. Are you talking about them Tailwind seventy nines? Like, yeah, they was based off some movie or some shit though. The Stranger Things show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I was looking at. I mean, Nike. His mama was Nike. What are you talking about? So, I mean, if you say Nike was in on it, she's the one. Like, but I feel like they. I feel like it was like a thing. Like, I think they were trying to drive up the value and and make it feel like. I mean, because you see all these articles nowadays talking about how shoes, like shoes, are an investment. They made an investment because they made it scarce. But Nike not making no money off of that. Like, if the yeah. Jays are 150 Nike made they 150 and that's it. Yeah. If I buy them bitches off of StockX for 300 or whatever, Nike didn't make nothing off of that. Right. All they made was their original price that they sold them for. N- Nike so, likes the demand. They, they the, like the demand. They don't get any value. They don't get any value off the shit, but they fuck with the demand. Right. So they're still not going to make. So even before secondary markets were a big thing, even when you were younger, you was trying to get Jordans. They were only making so many Jordans. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like they can always make the demand go up by fucking with the supply. Yep. They don't need the secondary market because they don't make enough for enough niggas anyway. Yep. Interesting. And why? Like, there's no fucking fake leather shortage in this country. Like, why? <laughs> like, why you can't make enough? Like, goddamn. You know, it's just. They don't make enough of nothing no more. The only thing they make enough of is probably fucking Prestos or some shit. Like, some shit that niggas not going to... Tr- dunks. They never ran out of dunks. You can get dunks of any dunks. color you fucking want. I used want. to love dunks. Because them bitches used to be on the 2 for 90 at Foot Locker. And I used to wear their ass out. But now I don't really see them no more. SBs? Nah, yeah, the, I, haven't seen, I haven't seen dunks in a long time. The fucking time. skating dunks are the most comfortable, like... Shoes ever, Where do you get it? That is a good point, though. I I don't be seeing dunks no more. That's because the Jordan 1s have made this big comeback. You know what I'm saying? And Jordan 1s hurt a little bit. They're not comfortable. That's what I'm about to say. That was the (laughs) other thing about, like, I have a wide foot, so 
the dunk SBs, I guess they had a little bit of extra room because, like, they was for skateboarding or something. I, I don't know the logic behind it, but they cut and look the same like Joy and One Lows, but they are not the fucking right. Same. Right, but I'm saying because, and you could get all the different, I guess, colorways is what you say yep. with the dunk. So you could find you some some sweet dunks that match whatever the fuck you want to put put on your fit. You probably find some orange and green dunks. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. But when the fucking black and gold fucking ones come out, them shits uh have much, and you gotta buy them on the secondary market. Anyway, moving right along, niggas are definitely jaded. Right, <laughs> niggas good. Oh, whole fucking in. deep ass shoe combo. Right. Nigga, the SBs is comfortable as fuck. Right. You can surf, bitch. Snowboard and them shits. Damn, that fat tongue. But, um, so. Speaking of fat tongues. Right. Yes, sir. I don't even know what the next. Hold on. Right. Let me. Where we about to go? Preface this because I don't know what the next topic is. Oh, so I thought I you did. That. that was really good. Oh, what is it? I'm assuming, um, Andrew Cuomo, the governor of New York, had a fat tongue because Who? he tried to. What you say now? Like, just drive it down some stranger's throat at a, at a wedding. So, good job, J. Joe. Anyway, um, Andrew Cuomo, the, the governor of New York. All um, right. So, first off, you said Andrew Cuomo. <laughs> now it's Andrew <laughs> Cuomo. you going to have to settle on. One of these fucking names. That'll Andrew Cuomo. Cuomo. There we go. Cuomo? I know you got Cuomo? a fat tongue, so it's hard for you to say this shit. So. <laughs> I do. <laughs> wow. What Never. about your friends? Will they stand your ground? Will they let you down? What? They stand your ground. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the words? Edibles. <laughs> 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 uh, that fat tongue. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> Damn. Anyway. So yeah, Andrew Cuomo is the governor of New York. He uh, recently, he, I mean, he, he became popular during the COVID crisis because he was talking bad to people, telling them to put on their fucking mask and all that stuff, and was beloved by the um, by the state. I think it was even talks of him um, becoming a, a presidential candidate. Anyway, all that's done because he, he he was being a nasty old man. This article came out in the New York Times talking about how um, he uh, was trying to kiss strangers in the mouth. At the homie's wedding, so you know, nasty white man. Apparently, he's being canceled. What do y'all think? So, first off, he's going into shitter because he misrepresented deaths in old people's homes. Right? That's absolutely. Really, that, that's definitely how it started. That's really why he's in the shitter. But secondly, I don't, I don't really turn my nose up at this nigga for that. Is, is he? Is he? Is he a married man or something? I mean, I don't know what his situation is. I don't but, think he's married. Oh, he, or he could be. I think he was. I think I he is married. because when he got COVID, he was saying something like he was. Uh, you know what? I think I might be mixing him up with somebody else. I I mix him up with the um, with like a CNN anchor or something. Okay. His brother, his brother's yeah, CNN anchor. Yeah. My bad. So I about to say he was saying he was like quarantining in the basement away from his wife and kids or whatever. Yeah. 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 That was his brother. But if he's not married, I. This behavior is not anything abnormal that you won't see at maybe people who went to an HBCU. I don't know how to throw one out there. Maybe Florida day and Like, we know people who, if they at a wedding and they're kicking it, they going to shoot their shot at weddings. Ain't that what happens at fucking weddings? Like, I don't... That is the vibe at a wedding. That's not abnormal to me. That's not creepy to me. That's not flagrant behavior. Okay, now if a woman doesn't want to be shown that type of behavior and she says no of course he needs to fucking chill the fuck out but just the act of him just like 
being hot in the ass at a motherfucking wedding, that's kind of what weddings are for. I, I, I don't see what's so flagrant about that. So I posted a picture in our little chat of him grabbing baby face and, and being like, I want to kiss you in the mouth. Now, there's a obvious fear in her face <laughs> and an obvious I'm faded and drunk and red-faced in Andrew Cuomo's face. So, I, so to, quote, to quote the great Keith Sweat, there's a wrong and a right way to love somebody. Uh, this picture looks like the wrong way to shoot this. Now, I don't know if this went is out of context, if this picture's out of context, but if you do the double hand face grab, pull in, nah, man, that ain't, that ain't how you, that's not how you do it. If you're going to try to kiss in the mouth at a wedding, it has to be during a slow song and a, and a, and a drunken slow dance and your eyes have to meet and then, you know, then you do it, but now shooting your shot and then but trying to kiss like random people in the mouth uh are two different things see I, well, well not well, so not kissing random people in the mouth because i mean we've all been there done that i'm saying like non-consenting random people in the mouth so you have to have a level of consent you can't just go around just leaning in kissing trying to see who's on like you can't shoot your shot that way you can't play those number games like i'm gonna I'm just gonna try to kiss you and see what you do. Oh no, that's not good. All right, let me try to uh, try to kiss you. No, no, no. Like you can't do that all night. That's 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 creep shit. But yeah, all night, right? And, and there are definitely limits to that shit. But so this is it. All right, so we're looking at the all twenty-two right now, right? That's kind of what we're doing of this situation. We're not in the situation that he's in. If any one of us were in situation, we've all been to weddings before. You know, we was in relationships or whatever the fuck it was. And if you look at the all twenty two, we probably look creepy as fuck. You know what I'm saying? But when you're there and in context, it's probably not as bad as a still image would show or as video would show. So I'm not willing I'm not trying to defend this motherfucker, but I'm just saying I don't think that it's as flagrant as people are making it out to be. He's at a wedding, he probably full at all. He's on right now. He's like, I'm the fucking governor in New York. The nigga probably tried to, like, shoot his shot. He was probably a little bit over-aggressive, and baby wasn't with it. And But I don't know if that rises to the level of this nigga needs to, like, go for a hearing for sexual harassment, right? Like, uh, I feel like what you're doing right now, Chef, is a little bit of sexual harassment. You're rubbing your thigh <laughs> on a Skype with... Three other niggas, and I feel uncomfortable. Right. This why, nigga's inner thigh is out. Why is your thigh in the question? Right. Because I got my it foot on the table. Huh? I got my foot on the table. All right, man. See, that's how it starts. Now, somebody took a picture of you, and we send it out. Right. Uh, people would get the wrong idea and call you a creep. Right. See? If you did, all you want to you innocently just put your foot on the table. But I didn't grab y'all faces like, while I put my foot on the table. You kind of did. My face is right here. <laughs> You out here doing TikTok videos, nigga, and I, I don't approve. <laughs> At any rate, I feel like this nigga is, is in the wrong because it's like you need to read the room. Like it's, I think all this activity is pretty typical for a wedding or a homecoming or anything like that. But you, but she, he didn't establish no rapport with this lady. Like he didn't like like shoot the shit with her and talk about life. Like he didn't like disarm her with with nice conversation. We don't, we don't know that. We don't know that. But in, but still, it's 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 somewhat it's somewhat irrelevant though because it's like you can be wrong and we've all been wrong. Everybody has been wrong, 
But is this a level of wrong where it's like, now I need to take this to your job? My thing is, and yeah. for that, like, me being famous, nigga, I'm the governor of New York. That's that's the icebreaker. Like, oh. Yeah. Bitch, I'm me. You know me. <laughs> oh, right. Hey, hey, doc. What's happening? You know me, right? I don't know you. Let me get but to he know has you. the bitch on me face when he grabbed her face. Oh, because he him. You know him. We oh, talked about him. If I'm the governor of New York, it's definitely also bitch on me, me shit. How right. can it not and, be? And and what I've also noticed, I think like like um, you know, I don't know how old he is, but he's probably what fifties, right? He's probably sixties. Yeah. Yeah, um, like motherfuckers who didn't grow up around like social media still don't realize that it's a motherfucker following you with yeah. a fucking True. camera everywhere you fucking go. True. But this is probably how a lot of like older white men like get their shit off. We seen Joe Biden. We seen like. Just creepy old white man drunk shit. You know what I'm saying? Just, I, I think they just have been line steppers their whole life. You know what I'm saying? And now it's just like, oh, what is this nigga doing? Let me get this on camera and show the rest of the world. So he's just a victim of like his age too. And, but so. he, he's also not just a white man though. He's also Italian too, now. So he's really only. A half a step above. Remember when you used to have a that's racist button? Boy, I'm gonna have to download some of these shits because that's racist. <laughs> I, I mean, but but so you say that she, Italians talk with their hands. Yeah, I, I, Italians are really only about a half a level. Really, it's all a matter of skin tone. They they really ain't nothing but niggas. They just a lot lighter with straighter hair. Yeah, that's it. They like foods with high carbs. You know what I'm saying? They oh, they drink with every hard. fucking meal. You know what I'm saying? They like they, they like women with some shape to them, with some with oh, some yeah. weight to them. You know what I'm saying? And they they eat every piece of the pig too. Right, right. And and they don't call it sauce; they call it gravy. So you know, you know. But come on, man. And, you know. and, and are they descendants? Did they part black anyway? Right? Didn't they? Well, the people the Sicilians, come? yeah, they were yeah. conquered by the Moors. So yeah, hence the, hence I didn't the even dark know that, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sicilians are part black. So that's why they be sick like that. I mean, yeah. I don't know how to answer that. (laughs) (laughs) I'll Google it. All right, cool. Well, I guess, I mean, so the reason I know I brought it up is because when, what is, what makes a a, a creepy old man a creepy old man? Like, when do you get to that point, that stage in life? Because he he seems like he doesn't care. So when do you get to that stage? To me, that wasn't creepy, though. I mean, he. I, I think. I think he crossed. You still the, so you already there. No, that, I mean, that I, is still weird. I think he crossed the line. I think he probably. I think he probably disrespected the young lady. I think he probably should have read the room, like y'all said. He probably should have took the no as a no and calmed the fuck down. I think he went over the line, but I don't think this is behavior where it's like mm, that's questionable behavior, and I'd be worried being around this nigga. Like we know people. Who, when we are, when when we in this on this podcast are sixty years old, we know people that will conduct themselves just like Andrew Cuomo, just like, <clears throat> and probably won't have a problem with it. It's like that nigga just off that brown. You know how it is. I mean, well, Chef, uh, you keep bringing up this. Uh, what's this dirty old man or creepy? What is it? Dirty old man syndrome. Um, when when did you become a dirty old man? No, I'm not there yet, but I was just wondering. Well, you're cl- you say you feel it creeping, right? Why? Because the only reason I say it is because when I see more and more stuff like this, it doesn't like it doesn't bother me. I just feel like they're at the stage in life where it's like, does it really matter? Are you really fucking with me? Like I'm I'm 67 years old. Like leave me alone. 
Like, I feel like it gets to that point where, like, the level of decorum is no longer a requisite in your life in terms of, like, how you move and proceed. So I'm assuming that's where they are at this point. And they probably know better, but they just don't care. So I'm just wondering where you get that level of freedom is all. Who do you know in your circle that moves with that level of decorum? Now, I don't know now, now that is under. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about old. Oh, to my young. Who do you know, thirty something and forty something, that moves with the level of decorum that you're bestowing upon people? We, we've all been to weddings together, right? Who do you know? I think all of us are pretty sophisticated, though. At a wedding, hold on. <laughs> Which wedding are we talking about? Because I, but hold on, but but it's, <laughs> but at weddings, I don't. I see niggas acting a fool, but I don't see niggas like what. What Chef described was a little rapey. So I, I haven't seen, like, niggas get like that, where they're like, oh, nigga, I'm old. I'm just start grabbing my dick and shaking it at people. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, like I said, I seen Wood pretend like he was an airplane and run around the dance floor <laughs> like he was about to take off. It's a great time. By himself. Like, he didn't have a nigga behind him or nothing. Like, he was just having <laughs> fun by himself. Nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Great time. Put his arms. The niggas put his arms in the air and just just started running. And when the drugs hit, boy. Hey, but um, I mean, we know some niggas who I want to say dirt. See, my my definition of dirty old man in like your my definition of dirty old man man is more so when you when you think about different stuff that you maybe didn't think about before, like like um. So like, I'm not gonna say your standards lower. But they change a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Like you don't care if she has like that little maybe pot in her belly, or you know what I'm saying? Like a couple couple rolls, or be like, ooh, you know, like damn, that that granny got a big old ass on her. And then you think about like what I fuck somebody grandmama. Now yeah. that's the dirty old man I'm talking about. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? Like you're like, uh, I, I'd probably like be like, would I? Could I? Yeah, I'd probably. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Or you think about like age gaps, shit like right, that. Right, right. So, sort of like, say a girl like let's say twenty three, you'd be like, oh boy, I, I know, <laughs> I know, I know she get right. down with it or some some stupid like that. Like, more that's more so dirty to to me than a motherfucker who's actually like grabbing faces. Yeah. Oh, so just like kind of like it's more so a mental dirty, yeah. like like old niggas will actively actively solicit like oh. Hey, baby girl, you fine, huh? Huh? How much your books cost? You know, what I'm saying, you know, I pay them books. You come over here and rub on my back on Saturday. You know, yeah, you, you know, you you cook them greens up like I like them to, and come rub on my back. You know, I pay them, put them shoes on your feet. When you get that age gap and you get that type of grooming type of situation, then it's creepy. It's like that's an inappropriate relationship. Like that's creepy to me. Not so much getting your shit off at a way. I peeped this old true. nigga one time. Um, he was like on the phone talking to the chick and I couldn't hear what he was saying, but all of a sudden he was like, I guess the chick was like bullshitting around in his mind. He was like, look, baby girl, I got to change. Are you trying to make it or not? Nigga got frustrated. Yeah. So, um, old niggas are are funny. (laughs) And part of that shit too, I think just kind of be like, you know, you think of people you see get older your parents grandparents whatever and they can't do all the stuff like it's literally like in some roundabout way just a form of do i still have this shit you know what i'm saying can yeah. i still pull this shit off like nigga might have used to been the man back in the day or something so 
don't know. So that that should be all fun and games until it's unwanted advances. If everybody, you know, playing it cool back and forth, flirting or whatever, you know, it's when it when it becomes unwanted. Yeah. Hey, I remember one uh, podcast episode. I don't know if somebody asked Wood like uh, how old, <laughs> how old you gotta be to be a sugar daddy, or something about being a sugar daddy. This nigga said, "Well, I don't know. I'm still on the dick side." <laughs> 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 I still got it on the side. I still have to provide the dick. Okay? I, I hadn't moved to the sugar side of it yet, man. You know, that, that stuck with me. You know, that, that, that. <laughs> that, was, that was very smart. It was a good episode. Y'all listen to old episodes. Who knows what episode that could be? It's probably somewhere between 15 and 40, so go check them out. If you can tell us which episode that is, we'll send you a shirt. Absolutely. I said I'm on the dick side still. <laughs> That's great. Speaking of dicks and no dicks... <gasps> The Grinch don't got none of them because Dr. Seuss made all his um, characters without no... Um... Oh, man, I thought you was going to Mr. Potato Head. That's what... Oh, I that would be better. It been way better. Like, I was going to say the Grinch didn't have a dick. But that's okay. But Mr. Potato Head didn't either. So, um, I know there was an article came out last week um, I was sharing our group talking about how Mr. Potato Head is now referred to as Potato Head because Mr. is a misnomer, and they want to make um, potato, head, potato Head, I guess, sex, uh, sexually gender fluid. Why is it a misnomer? Why is it a misnomer? Gender fluid? Why is it a misnomer? Because it's just Potato Head instead of Mr. Potato Head. That, that doesn't make it a misnomer, though, right? They're saying Mr. Potato Head is the misnomer, because uh-huh. Potato Head is supposed to be gender fluid, allegedly. Uh-huh. I don't know. She's kind of like somebody at work just then. That should be so funny and then it gets annoying after a while when uh somebody's presenting and they're like so and so so right and they be trying to like get a buy-in it's like the generic uh like buy-in get everybody nodding their head thing so that's <laughs> i hate when people, there's this lady at work who does that and, and and during the meeting she said right and i was like i don't know yeah, so they definitely try to lull your ass to sleep with the rights. And they be like, nah, yeah. you said yeah. I'd be like, nah, but you said yeah. Oh, I don't do call and response at work. I'm going to say that right now. <laughs> nah, I definitely said I don't know because it was really bad. Like, Because what she said made was, made no sense at all. And like, to your point, uh, 5,000, I didn't want to sound like I was agreeing to the bullshit. I was like, no, nah, I don't know what you're talking about at all. The only uh, call and response I do at I'm work is the good morning. If you say good morning, I will say good morning loud and in a booming voice, but that's the only response I would do. Hey, y'all saw the video where the nigga talking about he saturated and he was he turned to the quiet and said it's call and response because he, he had a problem. <laughs> yeah, he was moist. <laughs> he was like, it's call and response. <laughs> that nigga was trying to holler at somebody in the vestibule. He nasty. <laughs> yeah, that, that was dirty old man. But yeah, man, Mr. Potato Head is now Potato Head. What do y'all think? I think it's stupid. How do we get here? Yeah. Look, how do we get here? Like, what I margin? What margin did we not make, or what money did we lose? What lawsuit happened? What brought us to the point of there? Because there were meetings. There were multiple meetings that have had to have happened to change a brand. It was like, hey man, we got to take the Mister off of Mister Potato Head. This shit has gotten too far. How do we get here? Not, I don't think I don't think it was that. I think they probably see themselves as being 
proactive, A, because this shit is basically coming down the pipe at some point. Like, pretty soon, you ain't gonna be able to do shit. You know, you ain't gonna be able to be no Boy Scout or Girl Scouts. It's just gonna be Scouts, if at all. Um, they got, uh, what's the fucking word? Transgenders, um, crossing, you know, like, basically people that were born boys playing girls basketball and that kind of stuff. Like, some dude, he's a non-traditional student. I think he was in the navy or something. He like fifty or what's that? About. What's a what's that? What's a non-traditional thing? Um, like how you go to college from you know high, straight from high school. Like dude went to the navy or something. Ah, okay. So he's like Got he's it. like fifty, but he's in college, <clears throat> and he's a transgender woman, and he's playing college basketball. And this motherfucker is like six eight, two eighty, <sighs> like fucking motherfuckers up, like very much physically imposing over yeah. everybody else That's not cool. already you know and so that basically is it's coming to a situation where it's like all right everybody in the pool so they either probably see themselves as being proactive and getting out ahead of it because it's coming anyway we can already make the transition this is a you know we could kind of do a soft opening with this shit see how it goes but then also they may be trying to ride the wave because they could be like, hey, everybody, look, we're being proactive. It's just Potato Head. And then this Potato Head will become a fucking cult classic figurine or whatever and makes the fucking value skyrocket or the demand or both. So I don't think it was necessarily no backlash in that they received because they're a big enough brand where we probably would have heard about that shit. I think they're just trying to get out ahead of it and potentially cash in earlier but who's it for i mean because it's like mr potato head is like a toy for who i mean cause my daughter's eight and she's grown out of mr potato head so it's like the audience for mr potato head is what four or five or something like that these people that's the thing though they start introducing this shit early and earlier like somebody brought to my attention it's like a disney channel show with like a gay child on it like and so that's part of it too um I don't want to call it programming. I don't know all the right words. So I don't want to offend anybody because everybody got their own free will and freedom of choice or whatever. But um, it's just they're introducing the shit to um, to just make it, it just assimilate it to within the society, I guess, is what I'm trying See, to See, but this is why no, I get this. Go ahead, JJ. So I, it's not for the kids. It's for the parents. So it's definitely a marketing tool. I bet you if we saw sales of, I don't know, as Mattel Potato Head, are probably down. You know what I'm saying? Kids have fucking iPads and playing fucking video games at two, two and a half now. So it's one of those things like, all right, we're, you know, they're probably in the fucking boardroom. Let's make this inclusive. So you have those uh, parents who want to be like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm included forward thinking and. Right. You know what? I'm gonna get my child the potato head because they're they side with us. You know what I'm saying? So it's more so like, all right, maybe we can get that. All right, they side with us dollars, whether it be from the LBGTQ, uh, forget what the last thing is now. Plus, plus community or who whoever just might think that that's a cool thing to do because that's the type of shit that they're on, and they and they'll just buy in, and by buying in, they'll maybe buy their child a potato head and be like, oh, you know at a, at a play date, somebody might be like, oh, yeah, you know, we bought our child the potato head. They took off Mr. Potato Head. You know, just a, to fucking shine on another parent or some bullshit. So that's probably why they did the shit, because kids don't know the difference. Shit, we was putting legs and mustaches and wigs on the motherfucker right. for the longest. So it's always been uh, gender fluid. 
That shit's gay, man. Like, I, I don't know a gay five-year-old, nor do I know a heterosexual five-year-old. Like, that shit's stupid as fuck, man. Like, never mind. I don't even want to talk about that shit. All right, so speaking of, um, so we talked about being inclusive. Let's talk about... Um, like, over Redenbacher. Like, let's take over Redenbacher off the fucking popcorn and just call the shit fucking Redenbacher because it shouldn't be a man that's making the fucking popcorn. Like, he did make the popcorn, though. Nah, but yeah, but that's that represents the fucking patriarchy, and that makes me fucking I'm uncomfortable. A, I'm gonna put y'all up on uh, call it Redenbacher. I'm gonna put y'all up on some games. Over Redenbacher, um, you know, most people they go for movie butter or extra butter or kettle corn or whatever the fuck varieties. I don't know what they all are. I, I pretty much used to go for like movie butter that type of shit. But they have a variety called Tender White. That shit shuts down. That sounds that. creepy as well. What, what, what's in Tinder? It's like white people's like tears over popcorn? Uh, it does sound like it's plain. I don't know what it made me buy that shit this one particular day, but that shit shits on all the rest of them. It puts the lotion that's, on its since, skin. Since we're talking about popcorn, um, so I know that it's, you know Chicago has this mix, uh, like Garris, they call it Chicago mix, so that's basically just cheese popcorn and caramel popcorn mixed, uh, you know, where you take one hand, one hand full of one, and one hand full of other, and you throw them in your mouth at the same time. I'm sorry, I'm boring you, Chef. Um, <laughs> I'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> I know you worked seventy Thank hours last week. Um, <laughs> but this, uh, I know a lot of. I don't know if it's baseball teams now are selling popcorn, uh, but they have this uh, double take. I think that's the name of the brand or whatever. But it's double good. Uh, yeah. Double good, you're right. Yes, what is double good? Um, they have a covered caramel. It's mm. the Chicago makes that shit is fucking delicious. So if you want to spend uh twenty five twenty five to twenty eight dollars on a bag of popcorn to support your friends' children, uh, I suggest yeah. uh, trying that one out. Like it's so, so got- it's so like I'm like it's I'm not gonna call it expensive because it's not expensive, but it's like it's expensive for the amount of popcorn I fucking get. It's like nigga. How big is the can? I get the sixteen dollar one, and that one—it's not even a can. Pretty good. It's a, that, uh, plastic. It comes in that little capsule, like a little yeah. mini pickle. Oh, man, they—they kettle corn is very good. That all the time. Every time I see somebody doing a fundraiser, I get the sixteen dollar kettle corn. So, Amen. if you—if you got a kid that's running for something, uh, doing something, playing sports, whatever the fuck. Uh, and they selling double good. Let me know. You can count me in for a sixteen dollar yeah. kettle corn. I do appreciate. I appreciate that more than uh, them dumbass candy bars they used to sell outside the grocery store. I do appreciate but the, the popcorn candy more. bars was eat for the cool. Oh no, you talking about the uh, world's, world's finest. finest boy? Don't the you know finest is shit off, man? Finest. That nigga's German. That's why he don't fuck with it. Almond. Duh. Yeah, world's I finest thought, was good. I bought a box of that the chocolate for almonds uh, this weekend, man. <laughs> That shit's big as fuck. This nigga hates all of it. Yeah, you fuck with Katie Diz? Yes. Yes. But I don't like chocolate like that, so. What are those? Katie Diz was like um, <clears throat> chocolate cover. It was like a turtle shaped uh, chocolate with uh, pecans and caramel. Oh, oh, oh yeah. So it's like and they used to come in a little tin, oh, and it was like different layers. Pecans. I know what you're talking about. TV was coming they, up. And they the don't make those no more? They used to have them. Uh, you can find them. But that shit had got way out of control. Like, I remember I growing up really as a kid. Truffles? What's a truffle? Anyway, keep talking. I think now. a truffle is like a mushroom or something. No, 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 no. no, no. There's a chocolate called a truffle. Right. Oh. Um, 
they used to sell them shit for like five dollars a can, and I know like inflation and all that shit. But I think the last time I saw them, like somebody selling them out somewhere, this was like fifteen dollars a better can. And it was like you got less of them, but them shit. I ain't seen them. Katie joints. did, and then I think they actually had one called Turtles that instead of pecans they had peanuts. Yeah, no, I ain't seen those. No, 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 no. Turtle, turtles don't Since have peanuts in school. them. Turtles are my mama's favorite candy, so I know turtles. Oh, wait a minute, yeah. The Katie did people had their own variety of turtles. Yeah. I forget what that shit was called. Um, tortoises or some shit. It was it was like a wordplay. Hey, I, I didn't fuck with the fundraiser where they had you uh, baking your own cookies. All these <laughs> them cookies like, are you know? decent. Yeah, but, but I don't want to fucking bake them. Right. right, so it's, it's tedious to bake them. And then also, like, that I recall, the packaging wasn't resealable or something. And I wasn't about to bake right. six I think that was too- at once. Yeah, so and I think I bought some not knowing that I had to bake them. I think that's what turned me off the first time. I was like, "Oh yeah, I bought some cookies," and then I was like, "Your cookies here?" And motherfucker gave me a square with plastic. <laughs> There's a place called Savannah's. It's in Georgia. You can buy it off Gold Belly. They make turtles, best turtles you will ever have. It's a place in um, it's a place called Atlanta. That's in Georgia too, and um, they have shit. <laughs> Nick says a place in called Savannah in Georgia. <laughs> but that's the name of the shop. Right? Yeah, it's called Savannah's. Right, I was like... Yeah, it was just kind of funny how it came out. It's a place in New Orleans. Uh, they call it... Uptown. <laughs> the Rising Sun. <laughs> it's a song about prostitutes. Man, I'm due for a trip to New Orleans. Come on. Crawfish. Crawfish ready. Crawfish season. So I know... So we were talking about... Um, <clears throat> bullshit. Uh, so Dr. Seuss apparently, like it was his birthday this week. So I know, I know, I know kids throughout the country celebrating Dr. Seuss weekend, do all sorts of different dress-up days. I know my kid is, um, but apparently, um, Dr. Seuss apparently is, a, a few of his books are being canceled uh, by libraries and schools uh, because of the content being a racist. So I don't know. So I, I guess I knew that Dr. Seuss had racist undertones in his past and he was known for being strongly anti-semitic and and racist so i guess this kind of surprised me because i thought it was already understood this content he had some questionable content in that sense but yeah i guess i'm just surprised at this point surprised about what surprised about the content or surprised that he got canceled for the content i'm surprised he got canceled I'm not surprised he got canceled for the content at all. I mean, we're at a point in history right now where we rewrite everything retroactively based off sensibilities today as opposed to looking through that history through the lens that happened yesterday. You know what I'm saying? Like, anything that was racist, like, oh, that was racist 200 years ago. Yeah, 200 fucking years ago. Well, we got to fucking change that. We got to wipe that off the fucking map. You know what I'm saying? Um, I collect newspapers, right? So when I when I was looking at newspapers the other day, uh, specifically ones from World War Two, it's got Japs like on the first on the front page, like you know uh, GIs kit blow the Japs up, you know like the drop the bomb on the Japs. I'm like that's racist as fuck. But when you think about it through the lens of history, yeah, it was racist today, but they weren't even trying to really be racist. They just called them Japs. Like everybody called them Japs. Black people called them Japs. You know what I'm saying? Like that was just what it was. But history is just one of those things where it's hard to look retroactively with the same sensibilities and try to whitewash it or try to make it politically correct because you can't you can't do that. Dr. Seuss, yes, he probably said some fucked up shit, but probably some racist type stuff. But 
I feel that you should leave history as it is, you know what I'm saying? Instead of just saying, oh, that's off limits. You can't talk about that. Because eventually you're going to get to the point where history is so watered down and so generic where you can't really understand what happened. You know what I'm saying? The other other part of that is everything wasn't 200 years ago. (laughs) Like, especially when you're talking about black people, like, the civil rights era and all of that shit was just like in the fucking 60s. That shit was not that long ago. And then I read something today on somebody's page somewhere where um, a white person was like, look at everything white people has lost just because a few people feel offended. Like they want to change the names of schools. Um, They're stopping selling. They're changing um, packaging on products and this and that. Like, first it was kind of ignorant of whoever it was, I don't know if it was a man or a lady, to say, hey, look at everything that white people have lost because, okay, you changed the name of a school or whatever, you still have more generational wealth, Um, your house is still appraised for more, whatever, you know, you can get your kid in a better school because you know the dean or whatever the fuck. But, like, it's not all... Like, we like to talk about slavery a lot and all that. And, yeah, that was 400 years ago, blah, blah, blah. But, no, that shit wasn't. Like, Civil Rights Act and uh, integration and all that stuff was not that long ago. And even still now, in 2021, you're still finding instances of the first black person to do this and that. So, that shit was not that long ago. And I think in order to ever really truly be progressive and move forward, we're going to just have to have a tough conversation. And I don't think it got to be a 10 year long conversation. Like, Hey, this shit happened. We acknowledge it, whatever, whatever. And then we're able to move forward with whatever the resolution is. But when you minimize shit and try to sweep it under the rug, that makes it continue because people feel like you're not receiving their point or you don't get their point or whatever. Um, so a couple things. First thing is this nigga Wood collects uh, news, old newspapers and reads them daily. Um, <laughs> that's the first thing. Second thing is, um, yeah, I mean, if the shit was racist, then I mean, then it needs to be taken out of rotation for kids. I mean, just because you don't, just because it was accepted then doesn't mean that it needs to be accepted now. Right. So, like, even though it says Japs back then, you'd be like, all right, well, I understand why they did it and how they did it, but I don't want my kids to be going around calling motherfuckers Japs. So I was trying to Google while y'all were talking some of the imagery that uh, this nigga had, and a couple of the shit definitely doesn't need to be in rotation. And the nigga has enough books where if they take out those ten, that nigga still be straight. Um, and I also saw, like, if you have some of these good old uh, racist books there... The racists are trying to buy them from you for like fifteen hundred dollars a book, so you know, go ahead and talk about them fucking secondary markets, nigga. Like, sell your shit, nigga, and get paid off of it, and then buy some Bitcoin. Yeah, I'm just not with the larger message, right? Cause like, ain't Jemima pan? I like struggle in my pancakes. So like, what is Aunt Jemima now? Like Pembroke Pines or something? Like, what's the name of Aunt Jemima pancakes now? Yeah, you named after the slate the woman who owned her. Yeah, like Uncle Ben's is called like. John Gary's or something stupid like everything it everything that is that doesn't we get to this point where we're looking through this lens where it's like anything can be racist right if I if I can think of a use case where I can be offended it can be racist right and we get to that point where everything needs to fucking change we're like Uncle Ben's is now just rice or whatever the fuck it's called 
like Angel Mama's Pembroke Pines and shit like that. Lando Lakes is just a lake. Like it gets stupid. It gets stupid it, at no, a fucking some point. Shit is overtly racist. You have a whole ass mammy. That shit funny to me though, because I don't think that shit is called Pembroke Pines right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, city in South Florida. But the thing is, I know, I know that because I agree with it. I believe that because it's a book. I feel like because it's a book, it was written in a certain time. It's a historical artifact at this point. Like it gives you context on the past, and it doesn't make it. And, and the past wasn't necessarily always positive. There's definitely negative and positive pieces, especially if he was black. And most of the, the stories we hear are just negative, but it gives you context so you understand the world that we lived in. I mean, a lot of times nowadays, these kids we talking about, you know, like act like racism doesn't exist. Or they're so above it because they've been sheltered their whole life. They live in the suburbs. They have white friends. And they've never really seen life in that sort of context. So I think it's good to have some sort of oh, but they picture will, from the they past. Have a little word called yet. <laughs> yeah, as, as, as sheltered as you want to be, racism is going to hit them sooner or later. So, I mean, I understand preparing your children for it. But I don't want my syrup from a slave. I know Wood is a history buff. And he collects newspapers that he reads daily from 1947. So I understand where he's coming from because that nigga fucks with history and history is, it is what it is, it, you know, whatever. But I'm coming from, like, history so fucked up, I don't need to remind of that stuff, but all I want is a fucking buttery fucking waffle. But, but so, so when you ate that, when you ate the Aunt Jemima pancakes, did you feel that moment of tension before you ate them? And now when you eat a Pembroke's pine waffle, it's different? Like it's, yeah, it tastes like freedoms. Tastes like free. The freedom waffles. Okay. Because the ghost of Jamaica, ghost of Mammy's past, haunts your kitchen until you they freedom. But I also put butter in there. I think that I just think that niggas are full of shit, right? Because it's like we, Aunt Jemima is nowhere near as racist as Cracker Barrel, right? Now Cracker Barrel steeped in racism. Black people, yeah. Cracker Barrel is really steeped good, in man. fucking racism. But guess who had a black ass right there? Fucking Cracker Barrel getting that fucking country hat, G- getting them grits. Black people, niggas love. Black people love right there. I got a what's that shit I get at Cracker Barrel? That's good. It's a it's a, it's a casserole. That, no, the nasty no, ass casserole. Nigga, nasty. Which Cracker Barrel? Cracker Barrel's not good. Cracker Barrel is not. Cracker Barrel's not. They don't even say shit. I like Cracker Barrel. Y'all tripping. That's because y'all in Florida. Tennessee Cracker Barrel, you got to get good crackers to cook your shit. That's what I'm saying. In Tennessee, that fucking Cracker Barrel go Hey, I went to a Cracker Barrel in Hot Springs, Arkansas, nigga. Steeped in the best racism. That was some of the best fucking shit I ever had in my life. I ain't gonna front. When I was a kid, now... This is when Cracker Bro, I think, slapped. We used to stop in Godlitzville, Tennessee. Goodlitzville, every... go ahead. Uh, okay, <laughs> thank you. I ain't from that. We stopped in Goodlitzville, Tennessee every year because like, when we drive to Florida for Christmas, we'd stop there and stay at a, a Red Roof Inn in a, um, off, off the interstate. And then we go to the um, Crackle Barrel the next morning. Best Crackle Barrel probably in America. Crackle. Crackle. <laughs> it ready, probably is. I would guess so. Oh, I said Crackle Barrel. Yeah. Oh, I said Crackle Barrel. Crackle Barrel. Oh, I said Crackle Barrel. Hey, um, three times. Shout out to sh- shout out to Shoney's uh, Breakfast Bar, man. What happened to Shoney? That shit was the food most poisonous shit ever. Yeah, Shoney's, oh, come yeah, on, bro. man. I got food poisoning at Shoney's. Well known Black History fact. I got a couple times. It wasn't Greg Greg Gravy. It was the dope. Oh, that's what it is. Uncle Herschel's. That's what I get. Uncle Herschel's favorite from Crackle Barrel. 
Herschel sound like a slave name. To well, the slave. <sighs> okay. uh, coming to, oh no, that's that's not coming to America too. Is coming out uh, on Friday. Y'all fucking with it? I'm black, so that means yes. So You're I guess we could do a, a deep dive. Huh? Do a deep dive next we, week. We <laughs> didn't ever do a deep dive on. Jinjo oh, raised no. his hand. I didn't mean to. Oh. We didn't ever do a deep dive on that other shit that y'all made me watch. Um, that I did we not watch it? Not did you watch oh, we didn't talk I, about I, that I shit. Malcolm and Martin. Mar- that's nigga Malcolm and Eddie. That's because y'all nigga, two niggas was ghosts. With me and Wood were ready to, to yes. rock and roll. Yes. Oh, I watched it. I watched it. I hella watched Fuck it. Fuck. Like, Fuck right, coming yeah. to America. Let's go. Let's go. Well, we ain't got enough time. Fuck. Oh, no. We got time. We, we only an hour and a half in. Uh, it's only eleven. We only an hour and a half in. This is one of the few times in my life where I will I will say let's continue. This never happened. He, he got something on his heart. No, I don't have no dicks. This is this is the few times where I'm like let's cut it short. Nigga, I gotta. Yeah, me too. All right. Well, fuck it right. Let's cut it short. You don't have to take our word for it. <laughs> but it you rock with us this far in the podcast. Obviously, you like something. Go ahead, visit Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. Show your love, show your support. We love providing quality content for you guys. We do it absolutely free of charge. We do it out the kindness of our heart. But the way that you increase our footprint, increase the popularity of this podcast, is to support. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And as always, if your shit is hot enough, it just might be on the show. Now, for the with all due respects. With all due respect, uh, I saw this meme probably like, I don't know, a couple months ago, and it stuck with me, and I would post it, but I don't know. I hate when people post shit to try to motivate you in the morning time, but I still might post it just because of that. Anyway, it says your first podcast will be awful. Your first video will be awful. Your first article will be awful. Your first art will be awful. Your first photo will be awful. Your first game will be awful. But you can't make your 50th without making your first. So get over with it. I'm sorry. So get yeah. So get it over with and make it. I fucked up the last one. So get it over with and make it. Anyway, all that to say, um, you gotta you gotta get out there and do something, man. Like uh, stop sitting on your talent. I seen another meme that was like, it's people way less talented than you are out here, like making moves. Like with this podcast, we probably pussy footed, pussy feeded, footed with it for at least two years before we decided to actually get on and buy microphones and start recording and putting this shit out there for y'all to enjoy uh and if you listen to the first episode it was trash um i would hope well i would hope to think that we've gotten better since that first episode uh which i i think we have but um i mean you can't do it without the try so if you're thinking about you know starting I don't know, maybe uh, becoming a trainer, becoming a fucking therapist, making food for people, selling supper plates, sewing clothes, or doing art. Just do the shit. I mean, you might not sell out your first time, but, you know, with time, you'll get better at it with all due respect. With all due respect, um, there's been a message that's been rolling around in my head probably for the past six months, man. And it's, the message has been... God didn't put me on this earth to be rich. And I've been thinking about it more and more. And what I take from it is the the things that I see are basically on Facebook and everywhere I look. It's like 
everybody's trying to get to the bag. Everybody's trying to make money. You know what I'm saying? Somebody posted the other day, like, why would you make, why would you buy a house? A house isn't a good investment. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, okay. Um, somebody got upset, you know, with the podcast not too long ago. Oh, you guys are fucking amateurs. Da, 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 da. Like, fuck the podcast, you know, like had an outburst. And it's like, okay, all right, cool. I see different other type of posts where people are saying, if the people in your circle aren't trying to get money and make money with you, why are they even your fucking friends? And I'm like, we live in such a toxic environment where the the value of everything that we do is boiled down to how much money it makes us, man. I mean, we live in a very privileged time in life where we can even think that we even have that upward mo- mobility to even think that we can be rich. So, like, go back. 500 years ago when we lived in like feudalist type of societies and shit like that when you could there was no upper mobility right you were never going to be rich you were born on this planet you were not going to be rich what value was your life at that point right like what did you do like what how did you get up in the morning what did you what were your goals right like even now today there's the percentage of people on this planet in the, the united states that are going to be rich it's small as fuck. It's going to be less than 1% of us are going to be rich. So why do we put so much energy into these things that are probably, probably and from a probability standpoint, are not going to happen? And I'm not saying don't chase a bag. I'm not saying don't try to be successful. I'm not saying don't try to make money. But you have to find some other value in your life. Everything that you do, every person that you meet, every activity, everything that you enjoy the 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 net sum can't be making money. This podcast is, I mean, it'd be great if we made money off of it, but this is just something that we enjoy to do. We enjoy putting out content. If I never make a dollar off of this shit, so fucking what? It was fun. We had a great time. I'll tell my kids about this shit. My daughter, my daughter was on her computer the other day talking about, daddy, I'm doing a podcast. I was like, wow, you know. She's doing a podcast about like her crafts or doing arts and crafts. It's something that she likes to do. That is shit that you can't put a dollar value on. You know what I'm saying? That shit that enriches you as a person. That is the shit that's going to make you better. Likely, if we take everybody who listens to this podcast, only one of us maybe might be rich. Maybe. So don't go through this whole life shit, you know, putting everything into I have to be rich or I'm not worth anything. I can't be in this relationship because we're not going to be rich together. I can't be friends with this person because we're not going to be rich together. Because at the end of the day, you're probably not going to be rich together. So if you live that life, if you live this 40, 50, 60, 80, 90, 100 years, and you don't be rich at the end of the day when you're in your bed and you're dying, are you done? Was it worthless? Was it worth nothing? I don't want it to be worth nothing for you. I don't want to, when I'm laying on my deathbed and I look my kids in my eye, in their eyes, I don't want to feel like I I didn't do anything or my life is forfeit all because I wasn't fucking rich. So when you're out here and you're reposting these memes and you're living your life and you're chasing this dollar like we all are, you're chasing a bag, just understand that while it's good to always strive for something better, you need to find value outside of what's in your pocket. Because at the end of the day, that shit's probably not going to mean anything anyway. You can't take anything with you with all due respect. With all due respect, um, I wasn't on the first episode of the podcast, little known black history fact. Second thing is, to piggyback off what um, Wood just so eloquently stated, the pastor spoke on this the other day, and he was like, um, you know, some of y'all might not be in bliss, <laughs> because in to paraphrase, like, you want to be blessed just so you can stun on other people. 
And God is not going to miss that. Maybe that's why you're not rich. Because you ain't talked about pouring back in your, into your community or helping somebody else, you know, get out of their spot or whatever. You just want to be rich to, like, stun on people and shit on people or whatever. And that's unfortunately not how things really work. And also, to expound upon another one of Wood's points, um, <laughs> in the words of Peasy, take a look around. Like, how many people do how many rich people do you really know that's why we're so enamored by celebrities because we don't know rich people for real like we know some people that's doing straight and you know better than us and relatively speaking they got some bread but we don't really know rich people so the likelihood of somebody being rich or what i'll call wealthy is rather slim it's not really set up for everybody to be rich so you know focus on yourself focus on improving yourself um a lot of people take self-care and all of that stuff and they spin that shit around to some kind of like selfish alternative meaning or whatever and it's so much in my very humble opinion life is so much more rewarding when you you're um really enjoying it and not so much always looking left and right and worrying about what everybody else doing and making sure everybody's looking at you stunting with whatever shit you think you got so just um you know now that we all know better just let's try to do better with all due respect with all due respect and we should probably went last because that was that was great but with all due respect a week from now i'm gonna be turning 40 years old so what i've been doing in my mind and like in the in the times where i'm kind of have a clear head or when i wake up in the middle of the night I've been thinking about like all the things that I want to address like as a person, as a 40 year old and moving forward, like, because I feel like it's nothing necessarily inorganic, but more so like it's natural that certain things should change once you go into different phases of your life. So I've been thinking about stuff and I was putting together a list of things I should address or, or how I should move moving forward. The first thing and I could share it, you know, as we go on, like throughout the rest of the month of March, cause you know, it's a long month, but the first thing that really came across my mind is understanding the value of my relationships. So my, I, we talked about how money, um, like doesn't matter and, and being rich and having, getting the bag. And I, I couldn't agree more. I think, but I do find value in the relationships. I, 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 I value my friends. I value my family, um, in a way because I know they've always been there for me and done done for me i've done for them and there's always just been a a strong value i've had in all those people and all those relationships but also notice there's also relationships i have that 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 don't have value so you have i have to be mindful of that as well so i'm learning as a as a 39 year old going into a four-year-old the ability to let go of relationships that have no value and it doesn't mean something like in terms of you scratch my back i scratch your sort of thing because i don't really give a fuck about that type of stuff it's more so about like is this feeding me? Is this making me a better person? Like, am, is this relationship going to um, grow me? Am I learning things? Am I, and are they learning anything from me? Like, is there a good back and forth in terms of us being better people because we know each other um, and things like that? So I'm being, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm not saying put niggas on those, that's stupid, but it's more so just kind of moving away from relationships that, that, ain't, that don't have as much value as they used to or didn't have value at all. Because it's all about, you know, just making yourself a better person. I, I know, so I talked about when my father died on, on the podcast a 
couple of years ago. But the thing that was really amazing to me was the day he died, three of his friends came to the hospital and just sat with him and just sat there the whole time um, and kind of left when they knew things were starting to take a shift. And then other friends called him on the phone. He talked about five or six friends on the phone before he transitioned. Because those because those people valued him so much, they want to make sure that they knew that he was loved uh, on this plane and before it was all over with. And not to say, I mean, 40 is the end of life or nothing. I mean, obviously, I mean, I'm, I'm a healthy dude. I see, I, I see myself living a long, healthy life. But I do know the value of good relationships. I love my friends and family, and I think it's important to make sure that you keep that that tight circle of people that matter to you tight and together as long as you can uh, with all due respect.